The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a surprise, a little bit of a bonus episode of the Section 6 WrestleCast. You're home for Section 6 Wrestling Talk right here on the network. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and I'm really excited for today's episode. I know I kind of disappeared on you guys a little bit towards the end of last season. I apologize. Some stuff and some things, but uh, I am really excited. Honored to be uh, with today's guest. One, he's a returning guest, and uh, now the former head coach of the Niagara Falls Wolverines, yep. DJ Giancola. Thanks for having me on. Thanks Excited for, to be back. Welcome back. And, of course, uh, the man of the hour. He's uh, committed to Oklahoma. He is the first two-time state champion in Niagara Falls High School history, city history, uh, which is uh, so cool. So cool. Everybody, please welcome to the show, Willie McDougal. Willie, how you doing, my friend? Good. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for joining us. You know, wild times, wild times right now, and... Uh, I'm just glad we got to iron everything out. So yeah, we're excited to be here in the new studio. Yeah, it's nice. nice. Not bad, right? Socially distant. It's all good. <laughs> Six feet apart. Yep. Six feet apart. Hey, we're allowed to have gatherings up to 25 people now, so yeah. we're okay. We're in good shape. The boss said so. The boss in Albany said so. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Willie, let's start off with uh, with your news because it was announced about I think two, three months ago at this point about you committing to Oklahoma. Uh, I think we've had a couple other second six wrestlers go there too. I know Kyle Colling went there for a little yep. bit. Uh, a few others. What uh, what led you to your decision? What was the process of you getting you know accepted to go there? Uh, I think Lou Jelly was really what got me into really wanting to commit to uh, Oklahoma. I really bought into what he said. Um, I feel like he has a, a similar coaching style to G, so um, I feel like that's kind of why I lean towards Oklahoma a lot. Okay. Now, uh, what what was the pro- when did he like approach you? I don't know if this is a no no question or not, but is that like no? Well, when when did he like approach you about like coming to Oklahoma? Actually, I got in contact with him through uh, Izzy Martinez. Okay, he's my Spanish teacher. Um, he kind of gave him my information. He's an all right Spanish he, teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of. Um, kind of texted me after that, and we kind of just kept in contact ever since. And you know, awesome, very good. No, that's, I mean it's a cool opportunity. It's a big it's a big move. You know what I mean? But these are the opportunities that you were, you know, you and I'm sure your parents and your just entire family have been, you know, wanting you to get to have. A lot of people don't get away to get to go away to college, and it's really cool. Like I stayed local, I regretted it uh, hugely, and you get to go, and you know, it's goodbye. You're right. <laughs> you're on your own. Yeah. Good luck in the real world, that type thing. And you know, I'm sure you got to have a great support supporting staff there with teammates and your coaches and whatnot. So I'm. That was one of the big parts of the decision was being able to go away. We were talking about because you know, change brings change, and like moving away was a good. It's a positive change for him. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of grow up a little bit, and then like you said, Lou Roselli, he's really good at developing wrestlers too. You know, and going somewhere where he's not just a number. He's he's a part of the team. So uh, that kind of led into that decision. Also, we. Looked up a lot of their facilities, and that was pretty exciting part of it too. <laughs> what, 
what kind of facilities are we talking about? Nice bathrooms. Uh, what do we got going on here? About like four wrestling matches long. It's so. humongous. Yes. Really? It's huge. Can play an awesome game of Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. No, that's, that was the best. That was the treat. That was the ultimate treat of being a coach at Niagara Falls High School. Is the Ultimate Frisbee games. Yeah. Diving over the rollout mats and, <laughs> and everything else that went with it. Uh, no, so I mean, congratulations on that. You know, not that doesn't happen a lot for Niagara Falls wrestlers. Period. You know, they go to. You know, we get kids who go on to do, like, great things, like Jamone Carter and, you know, went into the military and, and so many other ones. But to, you know, to go, go to this high-profile D1 college is remarkable. So congratulations to you. Yeah, it's really exciting for him. It's got a lot of good opportunities for him where he'll succeed. How, how do you do feel? Well. How do you I – mean, I mean, obviously you're excited for him to go to Oklahoma, but, like, um, you know, you've done a really good job of putting wrestlers through to – good schools like you have a very good track record of that and like kids going on to to do stuff in college whether it be wrestling or just going to a high profile college what's that say to you know what's it mean to you yeah that's it's really exciting every college commitment's been really really exciting with uh i think we have now with willie going there's six kids from niagara falls high school wrestling who are in college currently in wrestling right now two at ithaca three at NCCC, and now Willie going to Oklahoma. And I, that's great. You know, I mean, I think uh, wrestling is such a tough sport that we just wanted to build a passion for it because if you, you have a passion for it, you want to succeed at it, it's almost like a lifestyle. You know what I mean? It, oh, it really yeah. identifies who you are as a person. You're a wrestler, you know? And then um, it's the best that kids love it and they want to keep doing it because – I was kind of like that where I loved wrestling. I had at 18 years old, it's very hard to decide what you want to be for the rest of your life. I'm 29 and I still don't know what I want to be exactly, for the rest of my right? life. Exactly, right? So it, but if you love wrestling, okay, where can you continue to do wrestling after high school? Yeah. You can go to college and yep. keep doing that. Do you not have a plan for college? No big deal. Just go in undecided. As you go to college, you grow up, you meet people, you learn things about yourself, you take courses where you learn, and because you have a love of wrestling and you want to pursue wrestling longer, you end up getting a degree and your life is better off for it down the line. Right. You know, so that's like kids who've bought into that message and are doing it, it makes me very, very proud and very, very happy to see that's one of the parts of our program that we really succeeded in. Really good job. Yeah. I mean, appreciate the that. thing that you, uh, Coach McCoy and Egan, like, all in still. And you guys are all very smart individuals as it is. Like, just really book smart, of course. Uh, it's it's cool. Yeah. Cause I, you know, there's always been, like, uh, yeah, of course you got to do great in school to go on, but there's no, I don't think there's ever been, like, this emphasis on it like you guys instilled. So. Yeah, and it's just, you know, if you, I think you look it up, the percentage of, of students who participate in a sport that are um, – are far more likely to graduate from college than students who do not participate in a sport. So even there, now we're increasing the, their ability to finish with a degree as well. You right. Know? And it, it's in Willie, I mean, Oklahoma, like you graduate with a degree from Oklahoma with that name on your resume. There's deal. a vast alumni out there with opportunities everywhere. Yeah. You know, and like uh, Oklahoma too, like more me and his parents and uh we would look up to school and I, we would talk about other things about it like it's not a huge school you know what i mean and it's not a big party school so that's also good and then yeah. it's 
the other thing we talk about too is like Sooner sports are huge there. Yeah, like it's a life. It's that's yeah. a way of life there. It's it's a legit like college town. Consider. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot going out going on in Oklahoma. They don't really have. I mean, Oklahoma City. You know, the NBA team. I think that's about all that they got going yeah, for them sports wise. So, uh, their college sports are a legit way of life. So. No, it's a good environment to uh, to be a part of. It's almost like kind of like you know Buffalo. We have the Bills, we have the Sabers, we have the Bisons. Where Oklahoma, they have the Sooners. Right. They have the Cowboys, which Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma is the kind of the bigger school there too. So yeah, that's one you hear about all the time. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, excited for his opportunity. Should be. Do you decide what you're majoring yet? Uh, kind of. I think I want to. I think I want to study uh, kinesiology. Oh wow, I can't even spell that. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> really cool. No, I mean it's everybody flip flops or so on the side. You never, you really never know. You really never know. I know some people who spent two, three years in one major. Like I don't know about this, and they went and tried something else. So, uh, no, it's it's good that you have some understanding as far as what you want to do. It's a lot of time to change. You know what I mean, you'll oh, find yeah. something else. He's still. You, I mean, yeah. he's turned into a man, but he's still such a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Young boy, uh, man, I'm really excited to get this interview like underway fully though, because uh, my first like coaching opportunity was with you guys. Yep, I did. I was a volunteer coach in 20, 2015. Yeah, I think it was 2015. Your eighth grade year, and I didn't know a whole lot of what was going on. Uh, I knew my brother just kind of showed up, loved him to death, but he just kind of showed up and did his thing. I didn't know a whole lot about the team, uh, and then I met Willie, who didn't talk much. He's still pretty still quiet. Doesn't. He's still pretty quiet. Uh, you gonna drop a freestyle for us on this in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just did. D, G, DJ said you were gonna do it. So you have I, to beat. <laughs> <laughs> I just tease it. I just tease it. Uh, but you know, we when we did talk though, because I never, I don't think I ever got to sit in your corner, and it's understandable. That, you know, it's but we we did talk like often. I'm like, man. He's so mature for his age. Like you've always, like you've always been like this little adult guy, and I've always like the maturity thing is a big deal because you see, you see a lot of kids, especially in wrestling. There's a lot of people just kind of come, they they joke around, they play around a bit. But you were always like straight business, and you can like hold up a mature conversation. I, I always thought that was really cool, and just unusual to to really see that uh, amongst amongst kids your age. So, um, but let's let's see where do we start this timeline at. Because you've had quite the journey. Uh, your sophomore year, you won this, your first state championship. Uh, leading, you know, leading up to that, uh, it, your your mentality, of course, has always been you've been had like a very good control over your emotions, very poised. I can see in the way, like uh, even the way the way your dad has helped, the way the coaches have guided you. Uh, you know, what was your mentality going into that first one? You've always had this very good work ethic, but. Uh, you know, what what were your expectations going into that state tournament? Was it state champion or bust, or was it? I mean, of course, you got to go into those things with that kind of mentality. But what was your what was your thought process going into that first state title? Uh, really, was I I really had nothing to lose at that point. So yeah. Really, just I knew I worked hard all season, so I knew it was really just me getting mentally prepared for um, the the state tournament. And yeah, it was it was kind of. Um, I feel like that was probably the best experience of probably my whole wrestling career. And that's when I really, I really, 
I really knew that uh that I could I could take this, this wrestling thing anywhere. Right, you belong with the best of them. When Willie, when we were talking, I, I can't remember if it was before the tournament or after the tournament. He said something about when he was in eighth grade, he wanted to get his feet wet. When he was a freshman, he wanted to place, and he gave him in his sophomore year, he wanted to win it. Like he gave himself three years, and yeah. then that three years, then kind of gave him a little pressure in his mind to go out there and. Uh, go to win it that year no that was yeah it was a cool little journey because you, you progressed every year that you went um actually i still get chills thinking about the uh it was your freshman year i was coaching with Luport at the time and you were in the blood round and you got that tech that takedown with like half a <laughs> second left and they gave it to you it was like oh so it was that was really cool that was a really cool thing to see at the state tournament people were losing their minds uh this and that so it was nice to see that you progressed because some guys they you know they go there. They place one year. I see people fall off. They they go earlier in their career and they just don't even go back. So like you had this hunger for more, which you know it, it drove you quite a bit. Uh, who did you? Who was the? Who did you wrestle in the state finals that year? Tenth grade. Yeah, your tenth grade year. Yep. Uh, Justin Vines. Justin. Oh yeah. yeah He's yeah, a returning right. state champ that year. Did too. they wrestle? Did they wrestle the previous year against each other? Okay. In the quarters. Yeah, quarterfinals. Yeah. So that, but it's been score? sweet. Uh, maybe nine six. Yeah, nine, six. And then he wrestled him that season too. Did he? Eastern states. Yep. Oh, you, you guys went that. Uh, oh, you guys went that tenth grade year too. Yep. He went Eastern okay. states his tenth grade year, and he lost to him in the semis. Yep. What was the score? Forty-three. Yeah. Real tight. Closer and closer <laughs> every time. That's got to be a good feeling, though. Like. Revenge is best served cold, you know. To to beat him when it counts, because that's what everybody talks about. You know, you can lose to somebody so many times, but when you beat him when it counts, it feels that much, you know, that much better. And that's, well, I'm sure he went into there very confident. You know, he got you twice at that point, and you know, it was good dartboard material. Yeah, lost at the center. I think we'll probably talk about this as we get going. But this his first state title run. Coaching-wise, we really looked at it like we kind of had like a, almost like a goal that was right there. We were so close to getting it. It's obtainable. You know what I mean? So the goal was, you know, to win a state title that weekend. And going into it, it gave us a lot of training, gave us a lot of direction on where to hit. You know what I mean? Like where we wanted to be. And it helped, I think, mindset when we were there that weekend. Because when we were talking about it after, it literally just felt like another tournament when we were there. Like it just, it felt like we were just coaching it like and trip or just another tournament like that. We had the the first round. It's a good the, feeling when you guys are like that because a lot of people get uptight. Yeah, a lot of people get real nervous <laughs> at the state tournament, uh, and it, it doesn't feel that way. So that's, a, I mean, that's a good sign, you know. And like you said, Willie said that first state title it showed that he could compete with anybody. So I'm sure just about every tournament from there on out throughout his high school career was kind of like that mentality, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then actually took that momentum into Virginia Beach. Uh, yeah. After that uh that state tournament, um, went on to Virginia Beach. I was wrestling a great tournament. I ended up making it to the finals. Oh you did? Yep. Yeah, you took second that year. Oh, that's awesome. Who'd you uh who was there your opponent that one? Uh I wrestled Chase Seldes from California. Okay. He's California. coached by Daniel Cormier. 
Hmm. He's number he's number in the country. I think. I can't right swear. Now, I can't swear. But that's like yeah. <laughs> yeah, my coach is Daniel. There's Cormier. like a no, video. No big deal. <laughs> I just I seen it the other day. There's a video of uh, that Chase Saldate. I think it's Saldate, but he's wrestling Khabib. Like he's there. Yeah, he's at practice wrestling Khabib. <laughs> yeah. That was enough. What was the score? 14, 12. 14. Yeah, it was so a close one. Yeah, it was so a good close. Match. You went down with them? You went down? I didn't go down there. You didn't go, no. Okay. Egan, Egan made it down there that year. Okay. I think we had just had Adriana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, okay. We had just had Adriana shortly before that, so I didn't make it down. That's right. That's always a fun. I always like the Virginia Beach tournament. It's. Yeah, a lot of these like summer tournaments or spring summer tournaments, you go to these nice locations and you almost don't want to wrestle a little bit. Yeah, uh, like Virginia Beach is a very tough one, and I there were some horror stories the first, the two times I went down. <laughs> some guy. <laughs> it's fun to go though, and to be it's fun to kind of go to the beach, but you're wrestling there. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Oh yeah, and that Coliseum's really nice. That little yeah. uh, Coliseum that they had down there. Uh, but yeah, I made it the trip a few times. It's it's nice. Thousand Islands is another one too, where it's like, oh my god, I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to wrestle at all. I just want to enjoy this trip. But no, I feel you on it. It's always a tough one. Now, what's the mentality of like being a returning state champion? Like, what again? I, I like to refer to mentality a lot because there's, I mean, there's almost a little bit of a pressure now, right? Because you now you got a target on your back, not just in the section, but everywhere you go. What's what's that thought process uh, coming into the next season? Uh, you know, I guess for starters, you know, how much off season did you do? How prepared were you? going into that second year your junior year and uh you know what was the mentality of uh and, and the pressure what that feel like yeah coming off that state title people i wanted to show people that that i still had i still had like more in me to you know get better and that i wasn't done and i had two more years left and i wanted to get two more state titles so i really uh i really worked hard that off season and uh spent a lot of time in the gorge a lot of time in the gorge. It's a lot such a nice of time advantage. in the gorge. Yeah, that's something I wish I utilized more when I uh, when I was high school wrestling. You know, how often did you guys go? Probably every weekend. Every weekend. Yep. We would run the stairs, and uh, every weekend we tried to do one more than you did the week before. Okay. And we would go what Sunday mornings? Yep. Early Sunday mornings at a time where it wasn't convenient because. It's important to put yourself in, like, uh, a challenging situation, right? Everybody wants oh, yeah. to sleep in Sunday morning, so we would wake up and train. And, like, when we were running the gorge, that cardio wouldn't affect us. Doesn't Willie would do it, but we had a lot of kids going to do it, too. A lot of our kids on our team would show up and run on Sunday mornings. And it doesn't affect your cardio in the season, but it affects your mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going... Yeah. Those stairs are just so difficult. To Even from like an endurance perspective, yeah. I think it, like that just that just lasts forever. Yeah, that just you, lasts forever. You know where your boundaries are. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then every time you run, I feel like you're extending that boundary. Yeah, you know. And it's like uh, you're being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Like you're you're learning that uncomfortable zone and how to function in it. Running those stairs. And uh, what's your record, Willie? For stairs. Yeah. Like, what's that? Devil's Hole. Mm. Eight. Eight. My oh, record's God. ten. Well, he hasn't caught me yet. But <laughs> when he gets ten, I'll have to go and do eleven one day. He never told me he did ten, so I couldn't. <laughs> Jaw. Breaking the microphone. No, I mean, those, those those stairs will definitely put hair on your chest. That's for sure. Uh, they're they're no joke. They're no joke. It's. I think that's a really cool thing, too, is that, I mean, you were able to amass 
a group of kids, right? I mean, to, to work out together. And, and that's, that, I mean, I would say that benefited you a lot throughout your, your career because you had the, uh, the minions yep. with you all, you know, yeah. with you throughout all the way up until your junior year, essentially. Uh, you had them with you and you guys trained together and like, we didn't have that. Yeah. Like my, when I was in high school, we didn't have that. It was like a lot of guys, they just kind of went and did their own thing uh, when it came to summertime, you know, it, it, it's, it's such a huge difference in culture. That family feel on our team. Yeah. I'm definitely going to miss that. You oh, know, yeah. Like, uh, I think that's something special about our team is we're, it's definitely, you feel like you belong to something positive, the kids who are on it and being a part of it. And uh, that's something I probably enjoyed the most, you know, and like having, like doing that stuff Sunday morning, that bonds everybody. You know what I mean? You, there's a respect that grows and it, uh, adds chemistry and then like the kids who show up and do that kind of becomes like the glue of your team a little bit you know what i mean like that those those are the strongest friendships and then the kids who join the team kind of follow suit with those friendships and it and it it kind of like that sense of family becomes contagious and it grows and uh it's every year you know every year November is always the toughest part of the season, getting everything under control, right? Yeah, it's getting rough. your practices and teaching the new kids. But also, like, you have the kids who are there that are comfortable, and then you have the kids who are new and learning that that might not understand how to be a part of it. And then just it's every year by January, things just they fit and it comes together, and it's you know it's special. So, yeah, that that was a that was a big part of our team. I think spending time in the gorge and running those stairs, it just. It's uh, it's a, just a good wrestling mindset thing, you know what I mean, of enjoying the – embracing the difficulty of it. No, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, there, it's tough. It's a good way to build camaraderie, uh, you know. How many times did you not want to – was there any, ever a case where you're just like, gee, just leave me alone, right? Oh, just, yeah. just, just <laughs> lose my number. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. See, you're – you got grown up, Gene Cole. I got I – got, I was like a firstborn child. All right. By the time you came around, Gene Cole fully knew what he was doing. So no, we, me and me and Gene, we worked out like outside. I think wrestling a couple times. Yeah. Uh, like outside of school a couple times. But then those sprints we used to do when you were in high school. Those sprints mm. we used to do after practice were one more for this kid, one more for yeah. that kid, and it was it was a st- yeah. It was I mean it was a start. It, it, it gives you. That ties in kind of talking about Willie's the first state title run. We had direction. We knew who we were catching. Do you know what I mean? We knew who we were going after. And I think we'll talk about sophomore year, Bush junior year. This that's two big differences. Is like uh, that sophomore year, we 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 wanted to catch him. We knew we could catch him, and he's a great wrestler. And our big thing was theme was grit. Right. Like if you watch Justin Vines wrestle, he was so very good and very gritty, and gritty like. He would win every single close match all the time. And uh, we used to say you have to be grittier than the grittiest wrestler you've ever wrestled. And that kind of gave us direction that whole weekend. They most certainly do it. And you guys are really good on, like, one thing I, I really liked what you guys did too was tape study. Yeah. Tape yeah. study's huge. I mean, I, we again, that's something I didn't get to, you know, experience when I was in high school. How, how much did that come into play? Like, how important is that to you for your training, like, for, for training, getting ahead of these tournaments? Oh, yeah, um... Tape study is definitely very important, you know, kind of get a feel for what the other guy does, and it kind of helps you prepare on, like, what like what you should do and what situation you should be aware of and what this guy's good at and yeah. what he's not good at. Yeah, people don't do – like, a lot of 
kids, I think a lot of coaches, they don't emphasize that enough. They really don't. Uh, and it was and it's helpful, too, when uh, Coach Egan slash Iron Man got everything <laughs> just ready to go. What's that kid's name? Found him. Here we go. Watch his yeah. stuff. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it, it go, kids really don't understand how important that is. Like, my parents filmed every single match of mine in high school, and I tried my best to study, you know, but a lot of kids, they would just film it just to have the footage. They would never utilize it or anything, and tape study is is so, so important. Yeah. You have to know your opponent's tendencies. Sometimes, you know, especially you, you're competing at the state level and, east, you know, eastern states, you really don't know. And it's it, kind of, it would kind of stink to go out there and get – you know, surprise a little bit. You want to know what you're getting yourself into with some of these kids. And the best athletes in the world all do tape study. All do, whether it be football, baseball, basketball, boxing, uh, Olympic wrestling, they all do tape study. So, uh, no, it, it, it was really cool when I came back into the Niagara Falls program and you guys were doing yeah. that off, uh, oh, what was that app? <laughs> Huddle. Huddle, yeah. yes. It's, it's good to see yourself from a different angle. It's yeah. kind of like... Like when we, I'll probably, when you put this out there, I'm going to listen to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what my voice sounds like, right? Because you're hearing it differently. Yeah. It's the same thing when you're watching yourself. When you're like, you watch yourself move, you're like, oh, that's how that looked. Like there's certain stuff that you'll do. You'll think, oh man, that was awesome. And then you watch yourself like, oh, that wasn't that awesome. <laughs> or you'll be like, oh, that wasn't that great. But then you watch yourself like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought. It's it's good to see it from the different, see yourself from a different perspective. No, it's because so you think in the moment you have emotions running, you know, you think about something else. It's good to take a step back and reflect and watch. It's a good way to grow. No, without a doubt. And scout too. Scout is huge. Yeah. yeah. Scouting is huge. Uh, so yeah, we're well into your junior year now. Um, you are yeah getting ready for the state tournament. Who did you uh, as far as sectional wise? Who did you have sectional finals? Uh, it was a this Collins kid from Hamburg. Okay. One of the Collins. Oh brothers. yeah yeah yeah. Tough. Okay. Yeah real yeah tough. real good kids real good kids. Uh, and then yeah so the state tournament. Well, you, oh, what? the junior year we probably had to cover the Eastern States match. Oh yeah, let's do that. My apologies. Sorry. Well, the Eastern States final. Because you guys were chasing. It was Busiello. Yep. Yeah. You guys are chasing him. You wanted yep. a, you wanted a piece. Oh yeah. You wanted a piece. <laughs> so let's yeah, let's talk about that Eastern States. Uh well uh going through that entire tournament of Eastern States, uh we're kinda of doing the same thing as of making our way through the bracket. We're kinda of just you know, it was like kinda of like destined for us to meet in 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 the finals. Yeah. I think both of them had bonus point matches in every single match of Eastern States. Yeah. Yeah, when uh Made it to the finals. Uh, talk with my coaches. Um, we really had nothing to lose. Like, like I said before, um, when I was going to the 10th grade state tournament. It's kind of like the same situation. So I had nothing to lose. Uh, I knew this guy, he was a big name, but I really focused on not wrestling the name and wrestling the match. And uh, that match ended up getting end up, end up being like a one point match. Um, that's got to be a confidence. Like in hindsight, that's I mean that's got to be a big confidence booster because Bustiello is I mean very highly regarded and you yeah. had him you had him right there. Yeah, but uh, right there. I feel like I was I was one of the best kids in New York, so I kind of didn't really think of like oh I'm wrestling Bustiello. So right. I feel like I'm on that level too. So absolutely, absolutely. That match too is three two. Take Willie scored the offensive point with the takedown. And he had two escapes and a stall. But I think going. Leaving that match, although we lost, I think it felt a little bit like a win. Like I, g- Going into that match, 
I thought it would Willie would wrestle a close match, but not like I thought it'd be like, eh, hey, it was good, Willie, you know, eight two or something like that, you know? Wow. <laughs> Oof. But uh, it turned out to be closer than we thought, and then, um, but when you watch it, it kind of felt like you came away with a win there. You know what I mean? Like you were, you were the better wrestler in that situation, and it was a little bit of a different feel going into the state tournament, whereas after the Vines match the first year, we were wanted that back. You know what I mean? We yeah. wanted to catch that, whereas we came off a high on that match. We were all kind of like, oh, man, we could go. And I think going into the tournament, too, we did a lot of film where we did a lot of, I think, Willie's junior year, there's a lot of coaching reflection. I look back at myself, and I think I could have done things a little differently to better prepare him, which is why I'm probably talking about this so much. <laughs> but I, I, looking back, I I take a little brunt for the loss in the finals. I think I could have prepared him better. But we did a lot of preparation on watching that match and just being like, finish your single this way. Finish this here. Like Just finding tweaks where – I think back to his first year when he won states, he got – if you watch the semifinal match, he's so nervous. Like, am I really about to go to state finals? He almost throws up in it. Like oh, we've really? talked about that. And it, that was a big thing for him. And I think going into that, having like the, the focus on vines, it powered through and gave that match. Whereas when I was, we were preparing him for his junior year, we just focused on changing a few things where we didn't have like that sophomore year. We had like, you know, be gritty, you know, we kind of had our, our focus on something where, the junior was just focused on just wrestling better, you know, and I, that was good. And I definitely feel like he was prepared wrestling wise, but I don't think I prepared him well enough to, to go into the tournament. You know what I mean? And, right. Uh, there was a lot of hype. One thing I didn't get him ready for, there was a lot of hype involved with that match. There were coaches and kids from other teams coming up and talking to us. Oh, well, really? I think if we would have talked about it a little bit more ahead of time and just had an understanding of the situation we were walking into, when stuff like that would happen, it wouldn't. It would just roll off. I got gotcha. you. But uh, not having a preparedness for it, I think, added a little bit of nerves, added a little bit of pressure, added a little bit of like excitement. And then it, when you, it, when you goes like that, it kind of takes away from just focusing on the wrestling. You know what I mean? Because there's other factors in your mind. So I think I kind of messed that one up his junior year. Just wish I would have had him a little bit more prepared for the tournament. Right, right. It's always a tough thing. You know, hindsight's unfortunately always 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. It's, uh, you know, it's a tough thing to deal with, you know, looking back. Uh, and you guys said you were riding a little bit of a high after the Eastern States won. You know, it's it's that's another thing, too, another lost art that, like, that's why part of the reason why I'm excited for this interview, you know, what we've been talking about so far, is this mentality that, like, yeah. if you lose, like, you lose, you, you, you know, if you lost, it, it's it's the end of the world, right? A lot of kids have this end-of-the-world type mentality where uh, you have always been headstrong, very headstrong. I've watched you face a lot of very talented kids. Uh, I forgot the Luport tournament was really stacked to – I think the year I coached or the year, no, it wasn't the year after. Uh, but you wrestled a kid from, I think, Alexander or something like yeah, that. And like, Nick Young. Nick Young. Yeah. And, and, but your mentality, your your ability to bounce back and, like, learn from those losses is why, like, you stand head and shoulders above a lot of other athletes as far as a, a mentality. Because you did. You bounced back. Uh, you're, you're looking at this thing optimistically. And I've seen that with Lath when I coached Lath at Luport. Uh, he took a loss to Nick Jones from Dunkirk in the class tournament. And he was like, okay, all right, 
that stunk, but I know what I got to do to get ready. He also lost to a kid from Fairport at the Lockport tournament. This is really he ended up winning D one states. He lost, but he knew what he had to do to win, and he just always had this looking forward mentality where he didn't let a loss bother him, and that's a huge strength. And it's a lost art with a lot of kids. It's it's, uh, it's unfortunate to not see that mental toughness throughout the sport, you know, as much as. We see it through Willie and a lot of the yeah. other elite athletes. Losses are healthy, especially, you know, with the right mindset. Yeah. When you lose, you kind of can go back and be like, all right, what did I do wrong here? And you can kind of make adjustments from there. So I feel like losses are definitely what makes um, what makes me better. Right. It's, it's good to humble yourself, right? I mean, if you just win all the time, it's just like, uh, you know, you almost have a bit sense of overconfidence. Uh, a loss really humbles you, and it, it sets you on the right path. I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, Team, being just a fan of pro, pro sports, a loss, uh, you know, will set somebody in the right path to yeah. make a victory when it when it really counts. Like the competitor's mindset, it's almost called. Yeah. You know, like uh, having that competitor's mindset, it, it doesn't, it drives you, you know, so. No, for sure. And then, yeah, unfortunately, as we, you know, we, we just kind of talked about, you fell to Bucciello in your, your state finals. Uh, your junior year, and uh, I mean, how much did that eat away at you, or did you have that keep looking forward mentality? Oh yeah, definitely, kind of set me back a little bit. I had I kind of took a little break. Oh, did you? From, Sometimes uh, you need to. Sometimes you need to. Yeah, um, I f- I felt like I was prepared for the match, but when I lost, I kind of didn't really understand what I had to do to to change like and get better. So, kind of had to take a little break and. Uh, I took a walk with uh, G and talked about the match a little bit outside of the arena after the match. Yeah. With, uh, after the match was over, we went back. We sat. Your cousin wrestled. Yeah. And then we, there yeah, was, was another of... match, and then we were just like, we didn't want to be there. We just like, I don't, we didn't want to be there anymore. No, so we I just, don't. Yeah. We left, and we went for a walk around the arena, just the two of us. Everybody was in the arena, so it was dead outside. Right. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked a little bit about what I need to do to to get better and uh where we like what we were what our mindset was kinda of going into the match and what it was instead of what it needed to be. So uh going into that off season um took a little break and uh going to Virginia Beach. Um I don't wrestle how I want to, end up taking like eighth place. So then um I'm really I'm really like, it's wearing on you. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, I talk with my coaches and my parents, and uh, I've been playing football since I was like nine. And uh, I what, knew where I what I, position were you playing? I started to cut you off. Yeah, you I were was, I was a, running back, a cornerback, and cornerback. Running back, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, but um, talk with my parents and coaches, and uh, I knew where I wanted to be um, mentally, and I knew I wanted to be nationally ranked, and so I kind of stepped away from. From football, it was kind of hard. That's a tough decision. Yeah, definitely. Been doing it since I was a kid, so it's kind of tough to, you know, walk away. But um, yeah. Um, I ended up uh doing a lot more off-season wrestling in the fall and everything, and uh, wrestled a lot of nationally ranked guys and a lot of people who I knew would make me better. So right, I that uh that really helped me mentally going into my senior year. Yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, you're you're literally going after the best, and, and plus at that time of year too, the best guys are still wrestling at that yep. point. They're still going forward. So, um, yeah, I mean that's a huge decision to kind of give up on 
you know, football like that. But you knew what you wanted. Definitely. You knew what you wanted. You got to take a, almost like take a step back to take two steps forward, yeah. that kind of mentality. We went to uh, Journeyman Fall Classic, which is an awesome tournament. And uh, how that that tournament's awesome. How that tournament works is there's pools, and it's a round-robin tournament. Okay. So the I would send in Willie's credentials, and uh, then he gets put in a pool of wrestlers that have similar or better credentials to him. So he was in mm. pool A, and then you just round-robin with everybody in your pool. <sighs> Meat grinders. Yeah, he wrestled uh, Noah Castillo, who was ranked at that time six or seven in the country. Okay. He wrestled Austin Boone, um, who, after that tournament in Super 32, was uh, ranked two in the country and committed to Penn State. Wrestled Ed Scott, who I think is number four in the country. He's going to NC State. Uh, he beat Noah Casillo. Close woman with Ed Scott. He got hit. That headlock. <laughs> Ed Scott hit Willie in a headlock. That even yeah. made me be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> It was tight, and uh, but he battled back. Lost a close one there. Lost to Austin Boone. It was like quadruple overtime. Yep. He had a close reversal at the end. Yep. Some people have said two, some people not, maybe. But uh, it, it was a good weekend. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but uh, it was a really good weekend. I think we learned a lot about competing that weekend, too. It's a good way to kick off your, your senior yeah. year. Very good way. And then uh, – he did a uh, all star, like an all star meet, like an invite only all star meet at this uh, Journeyman Classic again later on, where he wrestled uh, this kid named Joey Zargo, who was ranked 11 in the country, beat him. It was a really good match. And I think just watching, one of the things we talk about those weekends is just learning how to wrestle in good position, um, wrestle a full six minutes, like having to stay on, good head hands position, uh, good waiting for opportunities, creating opportunities to create other opportunities, wrestling, just learning. It was almost kind of like you learned a completely different way of wrestling. You know what I mean? Wrestling at that high level. Yeah. In fact, it is going in the senior, we would talk about it too, kind of like let's peak now and then we're going to dial it back. Peak for Eastern States, dial back, peak for States. So it kind of, kind of changes senior year a little bit too, but uh, any matches that were memorable there? Journeyman? Yeah. Mm, definitely. Definitely. The Scott match for sure. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was really fun. It's not Even flow. though yeah. it wasn't the outcome I wanted, um, I love wrestling good matches. Yeah. And he's a great competitor. So I feel like we kind of had a, a similar wrestling style. And uh, that was just a fun match. And it was just a. A great tournament overall. No, that's. A, I mean, that's a good. That's a really good experience. Uh, is that like an invitational type thing? You got to get invited, or you well, just chase? Uh, you need to have certain credentials to make okay. the tournament. But then the second one he did, the All Star one, is invite only. Okay. Yeah, and that's where he wrestled Zarko, and then there was another kid there too. Yeah, he was he was like ninth or seventh in the country or something like that. Yeah, he's a Fargo All American. Oh wow! Yeah, yes. he was good. And I was I was wrestling all these highly ranked nationally kids and uh I was beating them and I couldn't seem to like like they wouldn't put me on their level or like it, it just like I wasn't good enough to be up there. Right. So going right. into my senior year I kinda just I just wanted to show everybody that that like I was better than their expectations kinda. Yeah. Yeah, you wanted and, to go and 
wrestle guys at that level that he wanted to be at, you know? No, without it. What was, it oh, sorry, go it's ahead. good to compete at that level, too. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be ambitious. You, you can't be afraid of, like, you got to chase the level you want, whether you're going to take losses or wins. You know what I mean? You, oh, without a doubt. You, you got to chase that level. I, and, and he was. It's not like a complete knock, but, you know, like, when it comes to local high school wrestling scene that i've noticed a lot of weight classes there's like maybe two three four tops like very good kids you're gonna have yeah. competitive matches with and finals and semifinals and stuff like that uh but you you, you have to and it, it, it challenged you i think as a coach i would say yeah. because you had to actually go out of your way to schedule willie you gotta hit had to get him in tournaments that the rest yeah. of the team yeah. couldn't necessarily go into yeah. like what was what was that was, I mean, I'm sure that was a little different for you. Yeah, and that's the, probably one of my le- when I was coaching. It was I, I did not like splitting the team up. You right. know what I mean, I, I think individ- team is team during the season. Individually, outside the season, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah. team is team. But with Willie, his freshman year, uh, his seating at states was really, really bad because I was reluctant about sending him to Eastern State. So I kind of held him back there and. His sophomore year, the reason why he big reason why he won states is because he went to that tournament. You know right. what I mean? And uh, got a feel. He wrestled everybody there. And then junior year, he wrestled Adam Busiello and that you know. So, but I think wrestling those national tournaments, those nationally ranked kids, um, it was a really cool way training for those two. Uh, how we would work on things like we really broke down. It wasn't just like drill, drill, drill. Like when we would go, I think you one day we went with Levi to the club. Um, and uh, Levi Cox, who was Willie's drill partner all, all year long. But we brought him to the club one day, and um, we just worked on a single leg finish for like a half hour. And it just – our training, but I, I felt like it was very meaningful training. You know what I mean? There was a, a strong purpose to it. It wasn't right. just doing it just to get a feel. Like we really were – and that single leg finish came into play a couple times, and it, the training was neat. We did a lot of gorge running too that would help the cardio for those situations. We were doing uh, – I think we were doing three sets in 15 minutes. You had to go up and down three times in 15 minutes. That was a tough one. Yeah. I beat Willie every time. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, no, did. he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm start. I believe in Willie a little bit. I believe in Willie a bit. I've been caught in some of those lies too. Where he said he, he probably told everybody he used to beat me up in high school when I was in high school. He's giving me the death stare right Tons now. Tons of cross-face cradles. A lot like of bloody that. noses. A lot of bloody noses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's it another one. in the way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's another one. Uh, and, and, I mean, you said you had Levi uh, your senior year. I mean, this is also a big step for you because your min- the minions are gone, right? Josh has graduated at this point. Uh, Snowden, DeAndre, that's a big difference. It's a big change, and, and for a lot of wrestlers, that can – you know, it, it potentially hurts their trajectory. Uh, what was the difference like with your your you know, in-house practices? Was there a huge shift in how you had to go about them between junior and senior year? Uh, a little bit, not really. I knew. Well, they they couldn't control what I did on the mat. Right. So it was it kind of always was up to how I trained and yeah the, the practices as hard as you as as hard yeah, as you make yeah, it. Yeah, yep. yeah. And once they graduated my senior year, the kids who were kind of coming up. They did a good job with uh, like trying to compete with me and everything. Good. It was it was definitely fun, Being especially with Levi. Levi, he goes 100% every single day. So. Levi is a great partner yeah. for is him. Is he good? Our team this year, we had actually a pretty special team uh, as the season went on. I just felt like things got 
like towards that that Jan- end of January, February time, it started to really feel like, I think at the beginning of the year, I was really tight with that group that graduated too, and I, I think we were missing them a little bit. But then as the season went on, this group kind of came together, that same family feel of what yeah. we had. And we had, um, with our team this year, we had good senior leadership with Willie. Yeah. We also had uh, Christiani Davis, who was another senior, and we had Ben Graham too, though we had just three seniors. But uh, Willie, who's a good example of everything you're supposed to do right on the mat. Yeah. And then Christiani Davis too, for you know female wrestlers, is getting big, bigger and bigger. She was a really good example of just being a, a serious female wrestler. And I think that was really good for a lot of our younger kids to look up to. And then we have this group of juniors that's kind of like – almost felt like the glue of our team this year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they were really strong. We could rely on them in a lot of matches. And then we had a group of sophomores that kind of, um, they were new last year, and then they kind of, they really bought into wrestling. They really bought into it and, and, and really jumped levels from last year to this year. And then we had a very talented group of freshmen. So I think the beginning of the year, it was just so much newness kind of talking about missing everybody but then as as the year went on it got like a really good feel of normal and we were training for states i would text the kids like hey i need partners here that just you got to come work them and they're like and they showed up that's so good that's great no i mean it's an important thing that's like a lot of programs you see around here like like wheatfield for example they just kind of reload and reload and it sounds like you guys did that Mm -hmm. essentially this year uh yeah we reloaded nicely and it like you said it's my last year it's a good time to for me to step away because we have kids who are intrinsically motivated to be good at wrestling. You know what yeah. I mean? No matter who's there, they personally want to be good at wrestling. And it's, uh, hard, it's hard to do for like a lot of kids yeah. of this generation. Yeah. And, they, and they love it. So it's, you know, Josh and Don will be there and, uh, you know, we've worked together for, you know, X amount of years and it's been uh, about 10, right? Probably yeah. a little less than that. It's a good group for them to take over with, you know, and Josh, he's, you know, he's it was a Niagara Falls High School wrestling all star in his time, yeah. and uh, he cares so much about Niagara Falls High School wrestling; it's going to succeed. You he know takes I mean? a lot like, of pri- he takes a lot of pride in it. Like when I, I've always kind of like knew him in passing. But yeah. Then when I got to coach with him, I actually seen how much he cared. Yeah. And it was like, wow, you know, I didn't I didn't know this this level of caring, you know, kind of existed with it as far as like the wrestling program. I mean, like I knew you cared and, and stuff like that, but. Like Egan has like a real sense passion of pride, for real yeah, passion for, sure. for it, uh, you know, to be around. So, and he's really organized and really like uh, technical yeah. too. And he's very good at like structure of practice and things like that. And he's very organized. He's very good at all that <laughs> stuff. So he's got, like, there's people who got their life together, and then there's people who got their <laughs> life together. And that man's name is Josh Egan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope there's a season this year. I don't know anything about, it, but this the Niagara Falls wrestling is going to be a very tough team. And I want to see, you know, a lot of those kids follow through on some of their senior year goals. Of course, they like got a that. good act to yeah. follow up on. I mean, this is your first time winning the NFL championship. Team yeah. This year, yeah right? It's our first time we won the NFL, second time winning the class. So, and, uh, we lose Willie. Right. And as much in duels, NFL championships is duels. And as much as helpful as that could be, Sometimes six points, sometimes three points. <laughs> <laughs> That's replaceable. <laughs> <laughs> Another spoke on the wheel. Sorry, kid. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's all replaceable. So, you know, the program's in a good place and everything. So I'm excited for that no, for all of them. You should be. You should be. Uh, so, yeah, let's, I mean, here we go. This is, right, we, we, we didn't touch the Eastern States yet. Senior, no, right? senior yeah, year. Yeah, let's get into uh, that. He had, 
So going into the senior year, I think we should talk about Willie and I. Yeah, let's do that. A little bit, because we had a little bit of a dynamic. We had a little bit of friction the whole year. Oh, was there? <laughs> Not like a bad blood friction, but uh, I remember that conversation we had after States when he lost. And he crushed it in the fall at Journeyman and those nationally ranked tournaments. Yeah. And I knew it was very easy to be complacent. When you do when you do something really well, it's very easy to be complacent. It's very easy to get up every single time. I mean, I think when you're a returning state champ, you're getting everyone's best every single time, mm-hmm. and that's tough. And I wanted to make sure. And I remembered last year, and I always would remind him of ways to not be complacent. And, and <laughs> they're about a fight right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you know, just during the season, just you know, hey, we should have did this better. Hey, you should have did this better. Hey, what are you doing here? You got to do this better. Just always kind of staying on them to look to pursue a way to get better, because it, it was very easy to be complacent. And I think sometimes I might have got a little annoying towards them. Definitely. <laughs> Ignore my a, a you leave my red. You leave my red. I knew what he was gonna say every time. I <laughs> see. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it's good to know that you cared that much, though. Too, like in hindsight, I'm sure it's nice to know that he he cared that much. That so, he was willing to call you. is over, and now we're friends again. Yeah, so that's good. You know, the, with the ultimate, we'll talk more. But the yeah. ultimate goal got accomplished. He's a yeah. state champ. He stayed focused. Now we're I'm nice to him all the time now. Now we have great conversations. <laughs> he answers my phone call. <laughs> you got left on red like like the girls that I used to try and text in high school. <laughs> Every Sunday they'd probably, they'd probably call him and it'd be like, Miss Call. Go <laughs> straight to <laughs> voicemail. And it got to the point you wouldn't even New say, phone, like, who does? What's no. up? Man? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. What what do you need to comment on now? <laughs> But we kept him focused the whole season long. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. No, most certainly. Most certainly. So, I mean, it, it happens. It, it certainly <laughs> happens. Uh, but, yeah, it, like in the end, it did work out. It did work out. Uh, so, Eastern States is your senior year. How did you, you finish that one? Second. You took second? Second again, yeah. Okay. Kind of um, the number one kid in the country was in my bracket at Eastern States. Okay. So. Great challenge. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, going into the tournament, kind of the same thing as the year before. Underdog again. Um, I kind of didn't want the same results, though. So, I kind of had to prepare, men- like, mentally, but, like, differently in a, in a way. Yeah. Um, actually, in 10th grade, I wrestled with the number one kid in the country. He's, he was also from Wyoming Sim. Oh, you wrestled him at uh, and trip, yep. right? That's I got right. Tagged in the finals. Yeah. Trip. So, ten, um, my senior year, I make it to the finals at Eastern States with number one kid in the country again, the Wyoming Sim kid. Uh, lose by a point. Oh. So that was, I was upset. Progress about the loss, though. You look back. I progress. Seen, yep. Seen how much I grew in those two years. And I was like, dang. Uh, I really jumped levels. Yeah. I mean, you had to think too. He's growing as well. On top of it, and you were just right yep. there with him. So that's. It was a five four match. Wow. It's a good match too. Yeah. It I I did think going into the match it would have been like the Bucciello match. But eight two Willie A, you know, good match. We, you know, wrestled him well. Maybe he was better, so I maybe thought maybe like a like a six three or something, maybe something, but it was a very, very good match. He wrestled him tough. It 
took him down in the third and then c- tried to cut him and look for another one didn't get it didn't right. get anything at the end but no i mean that's that's good prep work going right into the states you know because uh, what Eastern States is what a month or so before, yep. okay, yeah, roughly, uh, and then yeah. So this is your last chance. You go into your senior year state ter- tournament. It's you got redemption. You got to win this thing. You're never gonna get another chance yep. again. Uh, how hard did you like practice? Like how hard? Like how bad did you want this? Oh yeah, before the season even started, I wanted it bad. Yeah, and that was a a big part of me not playing football was me wanting to be on another level than everybody else that I was going to wrestle and 145 was definitely one of the toughest weight classes in the state and I wanted to go out and just show that none of these kids were on my level and I just wanted to go out and dominate everyone right and uh I went out and I just wanted to score a lot of points on everybody uh I wrestled a really really good state tournament I think it was his best tournament I've ever ever Put together a really, really good tournament. Every match was very good. Awesome. Yeah, it was just a great overall experience for for me. Um, I had a lot of people there who's, who were supporting me, um, a lot of family members. Of my, some of my old teammates, the old minions, came out and yeah. watched me a little bit. I love it. He was telling me about that, too, after, I think yeah. after yeah. it happened. So, I mean, that's we, such uh, a cool thing. One thing we do, too, uh, we did this his sophomore year, is um, before the match – because we play Ultimate Frisbee a ton on our team. So before the match, we go to the back of the arena underneath everything, and we played Ultimate Frisbee. Right. And uh, before his sophomore year match, we did that, and then before his junior year match, that, and then they came back, they drove up, and then the senior year match, we went and played Ultimate Frisbee. Kind of just relaxes your mind. You know what I mean? you got to take does. the pressure off. You, you're, as a coach, you see your athlete, and you know your athlete has worked hard to prepare themselves for that moment. That 20 minutes before – you don't need to add more pressure by saying, you know, focus, you know, warm up hard, warm up hard. Yeah, they know, know what they got going right. on. We did yeah. that before the class tournament, my, uh, the year I coach. I remember we did it before the class tournament. Uh, and it was like, it was really like soothing. It's like, it, it made sense, right? Yeah. You weren't just running the kids into the ground and this and that. Uh, so, yeah, and it kind of relaxes the mind a little bit. We actually played Frisbee. On the floor of states Thursday night. Oh, you did. We yeah. did. Yeah, oh, pretty cool. That was. Uh, we wait when everybody was doing the warm ups. You waited. Night. Yeah. Okay. That Thursday night practice when everybody's doing warm ups, we would uh, we just wait and then the arena just clears out and then we would play frisbee every every uh, time and it was a lot of fun. I actually remember my junior year before the finals when we were playing frisbee and every year Egan kind of like records like the whole like state. Tournament, yeah, yeah, and with his headband I mean, thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I looked so nervous last year. Um, I don't, I, I just last year kind of it just wasn't the same as this year, right? Like it was, it wasn't really that fun. But this year, I kind of was like a little bit looser and kind of just like having fun and just like did my own thing, kind of. And uh, I feel like that's why I wrestled so well. I was just having fun the whole time I was doing it. And it made a huge difference. Yeah, you, you hear that a lot. You got to be, be having fun while you're out there. Of course, you got to take it seriously. Yeah. But you got to have some fun oh, while you're yeah. doing it too. Uh, and yeah, it sounds, how were uh, so you? Pretty much clean house, right? Throughout the state tournament, for the most part. Yeah, first match I think it was a pin. The second match was closer. Um, it was a seven tough, two seven yeah. one. Third match, um, he wrestled Mason Worsinger. It was a really fun match to watch. If you can go back and watch it, it was a really fun match. 
It was it was like a seven four match. I think he took him down three or four times. It was a really exciting match. And then his his finals match, Lee Morris, kid is a stud. He two of his matches he was losing the pin kids, and he is dangerous. He's got a like tough matchup to wrestle, and we. Watched a lot of film on him. The big thing we notice is he is a home run hitter at any time in the match. Dangerous. And uh, just maintained good position, and uh, he got a good lead. And then um, there was that one throw. He got – if you watched his match – I actually went back and watched that. That was close. I was like, whoa. You almost had me. I think he was ready for it, though, and he just gave up the two, got the title. So, But – that match, too, I, I think kind of our friction all, all year long was just staying focused, getting back on top. That was, like, my big thing to him. Hey, you know, make sure every match you, you're doing something that's going to get you better, get you better. Don't feel like you did anything. Because he had a really good weight class in Section 6. He had both Collins brothers. Right. right very, very good. Aiden Rabideau was in his weight Rabideau, class. Rabideau, that's year. right. You guys battled a couple a times. stud. Plays at States this year. He's one of the – I think he's the winningest wrestler in the – History of Clarence. So it, he had Aiden there all year, and Aiden was tough. And Aiden wrestled at a soup, probably the super high level all year long. And, uh, you know, he, he won his matches against Aiden, but just making sure he didn't, you know, that's not the main goal. Getting ranked in the country is not the main goal. Winning those matches isn't the main goal. Having a great tournament in Eastern States wasn't the main goal. It was a state title. So a lot of, like, the friction between us is because I would always be like – Keep reminding I him. think he – you would win a big match or something like that. You want to feel good and enjoy it, and I would just not let him enjoy it because <laughs> I always remembered that conversation we had walking around the building at the end of the night right. the, the year before. You know what I mean? And I always wanted to make sure to prepare him best to be focused on that main goal. I think because I internalized, like I took a lot of the brunt on myself for not preparing him. I want to make sure I get him ready. And, uh, it, it was he wrestled a great state tournament. He just we it felt a little bit similar to the sophomore year run where it just felt like another tournament where we were just going out for each match. He was ready and he just went out there and wrestled, which is important. Yeah. It's important. Sentiment. I don't know how sentimental you are, but how how cool was it for you to win a state title alongside your cousin? Uh, that was great. Um, it was very. Cause I know Justin's been that close oh, yeah. a lot. It was very, a lot. very special for our family. Uh, this was like. The third year, two of us were in the finals. My sophomore year, me and Jess were in the finals. When I was a junior, me and Warren were in the finals. And then this past year, me and Jess were in the finals again. Right. So to finally, both finally for both of us to to get it in back-to-back matches was was kind of crazy for us. So awesome. Now you guys have a really fun like family dynamic, yeah. and uh, you know it's always been explored. Like every newspaper article, they're always you know to the McDougalds and and all this. And but it was. It was really cool how dominant the three of you were all together. Like it, just kind of kept each other going. Like honestly, kind of trying to stay in in front of each other, so that kind of pushes me better. Yeah, a very competitive family oh, yeah, atmosphere, definitely. and it, you know it helps your your both your dads who are brothers, uh, very very close. I'm sure you guys oh, yeah. you guys started around the same age too. Oh yeah, I was like a year before. I started a year before Justin, and a year after Justin Warren started. So okay. All right. No, I mean, that's that's the best way to go about it. Uh, you know, family is everything. You know, oh, yeah. you're definitely going to get motivated. Family, nothing's going to motivate you quite like family, and especially when you add a competitive nature like that. It's uh, it's really cool. I'm just glad to see both you guys, you know, it, it, 
it would have been cool to have Warren. I know Warren graduated the year prior to have all three of you win one at you know at the same time. But uh, you know, regardless, to have you and Justin or yeah, you and Justin to win it because uh, we all know how talented Justin is too. Oh, yeah. Justin, you know, Justin's really really good. He ran into some bowls in the finals himself. Oh, yeah. uh, tried his heart out too. So no, it was really cool. It was really cool to see both you guys uh, you know finish off strong like that. Oh, yeah. Now, so yeah, so this is kind of the end. Of it, uh, looking back, looking back, your f- just a couple questions. Yeah. Your favorite uh, favorite moments as a uh, you know maybe team moment as being a Niagara Falls Wolverine. Uh, probably, and that's tough. Uh, it is a, a lot of a lot of crazy fun moments. Uh, but probably. Mm, dang. Probably. After all of our tournaments, we would kind of all go out and get food, and that's where we kind of opened up to each other and talked a little bit. And it was kind of fun for me to hear kind of from my teammates and kind of like where they came from and like like how they take on wrestling and everything else. So that was kind of special yeah. for me. A lot of different like personalities. Yeah. That was a lot of different personalities. Oh, yeah. I also love that as a coach, knowing that they would go to Frankie's Donuts. You know, they were doing something good and positive together yeah. after wrestling. You know, they would go to Frankie's Donuts and get donuts. It wasn't forced. It was organic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they would go to Rock Burger or Five Guys or something. Oh, Rock Burger's so good. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I always liked knowing that they were doing something outside of the tournament together. You yeah. Know, it was fun. No, it's just huge. Let me just say, this past year, when I would go out and get food, G would text me and be like, this food would taste better as a state champion. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching you guys with binoculars outside the window, just stalking him. Sure, no, <laughs> just keeping him focused, <laughs> keeping keeping the you end goal have, on the mind. You can everything have, is great. You can have half of that stuff, bro. Yeah, I'm kind of holding back, not trying to eat all the fries or something like that. And I watched you eat before. All right, oh, it's yeah. it's scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched you like make out with a blo- with a baloney sub one time. <laughs> We the first year when we coming back from states, your eighth grade year, he had like, he was done. He was like, okay, it's off season. I can eat. And he had like two sandwiches that were both bigger than his head. He just just shoved them <laughs> out of his gall. Oh, He's yeah. he, boy can eat. Uh, <laughs> how how, uh, how much heavier are you now than uh, you were in high school? Senior. Wait. Actually, I haven't gained that much weight. Really? I'm like 157. Okay. 51 like ish in the season, kind of. Okay. So Jay I wasn't losing weight. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, maybe uh, wh- who were your fa- like a favorite memory or, uh, or or somebody somebody who pushed you the most? Who so, like a wrestler or, or like a teammate or maybe an opponent that really pushed you to be the best version of yourself? Probably. Um, uh, probably Coach Don. I really love Coach Don. Um, he's kind of been with me since I started in Power Cats as a youth wrestler. Right. I mean, he's kind of been with me through that whole process. And uh, I seen uh, – I kind of grew up with his son. And he, and any time we were together, he would kind of, you know, treat me like I was his own. Right. And, uh, did, he try, re- did he try to – sorry to cut you off. Did he try to, like, scam you in fantasy football <laughs> trades by chance? He's really <laughs> no, good. No, no. I, blew, I blew a red light. I blew a red light. <laughs> To get away from getting a football trade from him, all right. He's very. He takes it very seriously. <laughs> yeah, but uh, me. It was just me and him at Eastern States this past year, and uh, yeah. we had a lot of fun. So I knew uh, 
We actually talked about me winning the state finals and uh, me giving him a hug uh, at the end. Uh, so that um, Coach John's probably one of the most uh, special people throughout my my journey. Right. No, you've had a lot too. Sure you've had a lot of good gave people. Coach John. The chair in the state finals good. this year, you know, good because yeah, he, he started with, with you at Power yeah. Cats, right? He's he's been there forever, uh, so no, that's really cool. That's I'm glad it all came full circle oh, yeah. like that. Uh, so yeah, now you're going to Oklahoma. What like long term like wrestling goals? What are your plans? I mean, I know it's still early, still got plenty of time to think about it, but like, what do you want out of wrestling by the time it's all said and done? Uh, accolade wise, or. Uh, it can be intri- it can be accolades. It could be something intrinsic, maybe something you want, you know, just personally, uh, spiritually that you want out of it. Honestly, wrestling has already kind of put me in a different kind of mindset. But uh, by the time I graduate from college, I want to win as many national titles as possible. Clearly, um, if you're not trying to do that, then probably shouldn't be. Should be wrestling, definitely. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, and I kind of want to. Become more of a, more of an open person. Not very open right now, so maybe meet new. Meet this is the most I've seen you talk ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so no, I know what you mean. I yeah. know what you mean, man. You're uh, you're doing just fine. You got a good head on your shoulders. You're a great kid. You always have been, always will be. You come from a great family who like they raise you right. And I mean, I'm not a parent myself, but I just I just know. I went through high school. All right, I knew a lot of. Awful, awful people. They're still awful this day. Uh, but you've been consistently a good person throughout, and I think that speaks that speaks volumes about who you are. Oh, a lot of that to my parents. Um, they never really pushed me too hard. They always wanted me to just have fun. Yeah. And they are just happy that I'm just going going to college. Yeah. Just happy to see me go on to the next level. Huge so, deal. So, Huge yeah. deal. So congratulations to you on all your success. Thanks. You know, I'll be watching very closely, uh, and I'm sure I'll. See you around at some point, oh, yeah. without a doubt. Gene Cola, you are you decided to uh, pull the plug on your coaching career. High note, obviously, to yeah. kind of end it. But uh, yeah. what, I personally, I think I know your reasoning. But for the listeners, what yeah. was your reasoning? So um, I have two daughters. Yeah. My wife Ashley and I have two daughters, uh, Gianna, who is four, and Adriana, who's three. And uh, it's just a lot on our plate you know it's my wife also she runs her own business right so she her hours are different she works later in the evening she works on saturdays so it's just trying to coordinate everything and then you know sometimes i feel like during the season i just i wasn't raising my own kids you know what i mean like i'm having other people watch them all the time she's got to do this and do that and uh you know i just i want to be there for around them more and it's just I can't do some of the things I love to do as a coach, you know, like uh, the gorge is like probably my, one of my favorite things I've done as a coach. Like I really love doing that with the kids Instilling running the gorge. It, yeah. I think a lot of kids learn a lot about themselves doing that and they grow. I'm not going to be able to do like that anymore. Right. Um, tournaments. I like to go to every single tournament, JV and varsity. I don't like You were very busy anything. about that, yeah. and that was that was a shocker to me. You know, yeah. I, I had to coach Izzy and, and this isn't taking anything away from him, but it, same thing. He had his you know, he had his kids, he had a very busy plate, section six chairman, var, varsity primarily. Right. He didn't you know, he didn't have the time to go to a lot of J V meets. So and, and you were you're you were very present. You were present in right. everything. I can't I can't be there as much anymore. Yeah. And it's just it just it became too much and uh 
I'm still going to be involved with the program and everything and yeah. uh, still be around, but yeah, I just can't commit the time like I used to. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I miss it for sure. And uh, yeah, ending on a high note was always good, but it, I, one thing I learned in my career is I think this is a big change from actually two years ago when we had a really good team to like a couple of years ago is when I, when it just came to focusing on creating the environment for uh, athletes on my team to get better personal and at wrestling uh, success took care of itself you right. know and I and I think just watching that happen over the course of a season like watching kids grow and things like that and develop and get better become better wrestlers better people is what I'll probably miss the most but uh Izzy and I actually saw Izzy the first coach and uh we he knew I was done and he just almost like when we were talking it was a sense of pride for both of us, like it was our program and, and yeah. now it, it's in a good place and, you know, it's going to continue to grow and we're very proud of what what we were a part of and where it's at and, uh, you know, it's nice. So I miss it, but I'll still be around wrestling and uh, still going to come, you know, support the team and everything. I just can't commit the time right. like I used to. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to swindle them a little bit. I'm trying to pull them, trying to get them to sign the dotted line because uh, you and I talked a little bit about you – being oh, yeah. a part yeah, of this a little bit more. So yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, I'll come on this with you a little yeah. more throughout the season, yeah. and yeah, you know, we could just conversation talk. I think it's fun to talk wrestling. It is, it and, is. and uh, I need somebody who's actually like around it more than yeah. I am. So and this is only an hour, right? And it's an not going to be roughly, a full day no. for like a tournament. So I'm sure Ashley will allow me to get away. <laughs> get permission. <laughs> I'll get permission first. Yeah. We'll do commentary. We'll have fun. Yeah, we'll do stuff like that's that. That's another thing we're going to do together. We're going to do we're going to do some finals of some tournaments that we can do and do. Some some commentary Which i'm excited for that will be really fun I, i've always wanted to do commentary on matches you're gonna do great you're so, gonna do uh, that great. will be so I'll, we'll still be involved i'll in show you the ropes junior i'll show you the ropes i, I look forward <laughs> to you teaching me <laughs> no it's always a good time we're gonna have lots of fun so um guys thank you so much for coming out here oh, coming to the awesome, space man. thank uh, you for having us hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed the nice the nice pizza oh yeah it was nice real good pizza. you could take yeah. some home i might have to grab one more slice but you could take the rest home uh yeah, so I'm looking forward to you know seeing how your future pans out. And G, you now be in yeah. touch uh, a whole bunch. Maybe in the fall, like uh, when things start, so we'll just go break down like weekends tournaments are. I love that. Like that. I would love know, to do talk that. Wrestling for so everybody. I love that. Get involved with the hype. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's build it up. So, uh, no, without a doubt. So, Willie G, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Uh, any, I mean, I don't want. I'm happy to do like I love doing this uh, without a doubt. It's really cool that I have access to you guys as much as I do. Being from Niagara Falls, uh, coaches and wrestlers, if you guys want to do an interview like this, right? Like so we can chat. Uh, want to get your wrestler stories out? Hit me up. Seriously, send me a message and uh, let's. I, I want. My original plan for this is I wanted to do more interviews like this with wrestlers. I know there's yeah. some, you know, parental permission and stuff like that. But coaches, wrestlers, I, I want to do more interviews uh, like this. So please send me a message. Section, the number six, wrestlecast at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up. Seriously. Uh, let's let's do some more of these. Uh, it was good to get back in the swing of things. And uh, there's a lot more really cool stories. I think that's the thing wrestlers we we don't get enough love yeah and and people don't kids don't get to get their awesome stories out you hear about some great ones at the end of the season with the sectional banquet here's some really good stories uh but for some kids you don't get to hear that aspect so it's good for the section six wrestling community too there's a lot of coaches with a lot of knowledge that i think 
you know, to bestow. We, we yeah. can listen to other coaches and uh, the Section Six wrestling community in general is actually like being a part of that is something also I'm going to miss a lot. There's a lot yeah. of very very good people from officials to coaches to families that are involved that uh, I'm going to miss being a coach in that. I still want to be involved with it with our podcast and yeah. stuff, but like I'm going to really miss that sense of community going to tournaments and talking to everybody and uh it never fully goes away like i still come back and i still say hello to a couple of people so you're not going to completely yeah. lose that and you're you know you know you be you actually become like friends with people you yeah. know there's friendships that are made and it's uh it's a really positive community for wrestling and uh it's been fun to be a part of it and uh you know appreciate everybody who's involved in it not without a doubt so Awesome. I think, uh, yeah, that does it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your continued support. I'm sorry again that I disappeared at the end of last season, but we're going to come back stronger than ever uh, this fall once wrestling season is going. But take care, and thank you so much for listening to the Section 6 WrestleCast. Thank you. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother Delay of game, offense.